Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Did you ever feel sorry for the narcissist? Now, I know first off, everybody's like, no, I don't feel sorry for that. But I've noticed several people that have been like, I just feel sorry for them now that I know how awful they have it, or now that I know that they're stuck this way, or that they can't get better, or X, Y, and Z kind of thing. Don't worry, this isn't a video saying like, oh, woe is the narcissist. If anything, I have sometimes the least amount of compassion for narcissistic people because of what I deal with and the stuff that I've had to go through to figure out how to work through it. And if other people aren't willing to do that, then I don't know. To me, to me I lose a lot of patience really quick with a narcissist that's unwilling to confront reality. I know it's hard, but it's also something that I've had to confront and other people confront it too. Anyways, if you guys are new here, if you don't know by now, I'm a narcissist. My name is Ben Taylor. I'm the founder of Realm Innovations, the creator of the NARC app, and your guide in the 45-day clarity challenge that just opened up to accept applications for going into February of 2023. So if you haven't had a chance to be able to check that out, go to claritychallenge.net to be able to see what it's all about, to help you take back your power, get clarity in who you are, and rewire your mindset as you break free from that toxic person. If you like what you see here on this channel, please subscribe. Subscribe, hit that notification so you get notified when we drop new videos, uh, when we do live Q&As on the channel, or if just being a part of the community and understanding that you're not alone and that you're not crazy and that there's a whole lot of people out there that are suffering from the same stuff. All right, so the topic today about the idea of four things that might help you move forward in the feel in the idea of feeling sorry for the narcissist. Now, you might first say like, well, I don't feel sorry. Like, I'm not asking you to feel sorry, okay? So just understand like that's not what I'm asking and I'm not even posing that that's even an option. What I'm doing is I'm making this video like I do with all my videos in response to people's questions and in response to trying to help people work through specific problems and specific ideas. So not everybody has this issue at all but some people do struggle with this concept and some people do struggle with the idea about it. So I want to break down four things to help you move forward and then we're also going to tie it in with four things for you to be able to actually apply to your life as you're going forward with this, okay? So the the first concept is like, why would someone actually even feel sorry for a narcissist? You know, because you get to the place where you've been in a toxic relationship, you've been moving through this relationship, you've seen all this abuse, why would that flip? Like, why would there be this like empathy or like sympathy or like sorrow for this one person? Well, a lot of times you have people who have been with a toxic person who have been with a narcissist and it doesn't mean that they don't love them because I mean, you've been with a narcissist. Okay. Let's, so let's talk for you for a second. Like you've been with a narcissist and you love that person. Like that's what helps keep that trauma bond. That's what keeps you stuck is the fact that you love another person that doesn't seem to be exemplifying that back to you. 
So there is a love, there is a connection there that is not there with someone else. There is that love piece. And so when people are in that stage and when people are in that aspect of loving someone else, there is an aspect when that person leaves, you feel guilt sometimes to yourself, you feel guilt for leaving, you feel guilt for all these different things It messes with your head. And sometimes people get to the place where they start feeling sorry for that person, where they start pining over that person, the rumination, the trombone, all those things we try to work as a company raw motivations to help you break free from. Okay, but when we're talking about this, sometimes people get the place where you you realize that hey, they're never going to actually be able to love. Like the narcissist is never going to be able to actually grow. Like they're never going to be able to be fulfilled or actually understand joy. Like they're not going to be able to change and they're not going to be able to be vulnerable. Okay? Side note with all those things, I believe all those things are incapable of anyone doing if they're not willing to be honest, vulnerable, and show consistent change. I normally talk about that specifically towards narcissists and toxic people, but when it comes down to it, if you're not honest with where you are, you're not going to be able to heal, grow, change, or develop either. Okay? All right, so four things to help you understand. Number one is their care for you was dependent on the level of supply that you provided. So you have to remember with a narcissist, it's all about the narcissist. Now, I've said before, a narcissistic relationship is a one-sided relationship, and that one side does not include you. So you have to understand that the narcissist is viewing everything through the lens of me. Like, it has to come back to me. It has to look good for me. It has to make me money. It has to make this happen. It has to have give me this status. It's all about me. And so a narcissist a lot of times will use and leverage a lot of different pieces and a lot of different things to have it come back to them. Oftentimes, this is the idea of it being where you're just a supply. You're just a tool to get what they want. You're a person to prop up the ego. You're the person to make the insecurity seem less of a problem. This is where a narcissist uses you as a tool as an appliance, as something in their life to get a desired result. And once they have achieved that desired result with you, you're thrown to the curb because you're no longer needed to prop them up in the way that they have, or they went and they found it with someone else. Okay. Their care for you was dependent on the level supply that you provided. You take away that supply and there's no type of care there. So you need to understand that. The second thing is oftentimes this idea of they're trapped in their own denial of reality. Okay, there's a piece here where a narcissist is refusing to be honest with what's actually going on. And they're refusing to actually move forward. So it's not even the fact of like, oh, they can't see it. There's also the piece of, no, I'm actually refusing to acknowledge. There was a piece of me that would always refuse to say, I'm wrong. I didn't want to say I'm wrong. I'm wrong revealed shame. I'm wrong revealed guilt. I'm wrong revealed stuff about me that I did not want to acknowledge. And that I was unwilling to actually say those words, unwilling to show up as a man in my relationship, in my life, in my work, every place. I was unwilling to do that. And as a result, I continued to lie, continued to sedate, continued to hide instead of owning up to the fact that I was believing and fabricating a false reality so I would feel better about myself. Families have a lot going on. 
Let Ollie help manage the mental load with new cognitive health supplements for everyone four and up, like delicious Lolly Focus Pops or Lolly Mellow Pops for kids. And for parents, try three new Brainy Chews to help you focus, chill out, or get energized. Find these cognitive health buddies for the whole fam at Ollie.com. That's O L L Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. So a lot of times a narcissist is trapped in their own denial of reality. The refusal of being honest, the refusal of being transparent, the refusal of changing, of putting everything together and working through this. And you need to understand that when you're dealing with someone who is refusing to actually own any bit of reality, you cannot bring reality to that person. If a person is unwilling to actually acknowledge that this is true, you're not going to convince them that it's true. So many times people think it's their job to be able to fix it. It's their job to be able to get to the place where this person understands or figures it out or gets aware or magically changes and they keep trying and trying and trying, but nothing actually happens because oftentimes they're trapped in their own denial of reality. Number three, your sympathy was used to Hoover and to keep you submissive. You see, a narcissist a lot of times will use your sympathy, your empathy, your compassion and care for another person as a means to control you, as a means to pull you back, as a means to make sure that they stay in their relationship with you. Maybe that's as simple as, I can't believe you're leaving me. How could you do this to me? Maybe it's something that they end up putting out there to try to be able to give that that peace that they're the victim and that you need to save them that they're the one that's struggling and they need you. They can't imagine life without you. This is the only thing that they have. And all these different things pile up to try to get the idea that like this is all put out there as a game to be able to reel you in and be able to capture you. So you have to know that oftentimes a narcissist will go off of your sympathy, your compassion, your care, and they'll understand, hey, I can use this to my advantage. And you need to identify and understand that's a game, okay? Number four, They do not care about you. A narcissist does not care about you because it's not about you. It's all about the narcissist. This is probably one of the hardest truths that people like don't like to hear. But when I put it out there, people are like, okay, the narcissist didn't care about you. It's because it's all about the narcissist. It's all about me. Like all I cared about was me. I didn't care about how I was hurting my wife. I didn't care about how I was hurting my daughter. I didn't care how I was hurting my image at work or how I was like hurting my family, like my extended family. Like I didn't care about all those things. All I cared about was me getting what I wanted in that moment because I was the victim. I was the person that was struggling. I was all these different things. Those are all the stories that were playing in my head that were completely false, a complete bunch of lies that I wanted to latch on to. At the end of the day, I didn't show, I didn't demonstrate, I didn't actually do anything that showed care to my family or the people around. Narcissist doesn't care. Sometimes you'll have a narcissist that'll say they care so they feel better about themselves acting so shitty to you. But at the end of the day, they don't care. All right, so four things I want to leave you with to be able to think through. Number one, you're worth more than the value that a toxic person assigned to you. So many times we want to take the idea of this person views me this way, so I must be this way. It's 100% false. You can be whoever the hell you want to be. 
But you need to understand that that person did not define your value. Like there needs to be that break, that disconnect. They're like, okay, they no longer define how much I'm worth from their toxic viewpoint. Like that doesn't work. I now define my worth by how I'm going to show up, by how I'm going to live intentionally, by my vision, by my values, by the direction, by the people I'm going to have in my life and how I'm going to contribute. Okay. Number two, you can't fix another person. I've said a quote before on some live events. You can lead a horse to water, but you can't force it to drink. And if you did force it to drink, you'd probably drown the horse and that's illegal. Like, like you shouldn't be trying to do this because it's not going to work. People try to get to the place where I just want to make them aware. I just want to fix them. I just want to feel better about the situation that I didn't give up and all these different things. That's not your job. It's not your job. Number three, your empathy is a gift with boundaries as guides. Just because you have a lot of empathy or sympathy or compassion for another person, that never means it's a bad thing. That never means like, oh, you are less than someone else. Or that never means that you're more susceptible to toxicity because of someone else, because of something else. Like all that means is you've got an amazing gift that you can give the world, but you need to put it in boundaries so that you're not giving so much of yourself that you're not able to take care of yourself. And the gifts that you're giving actually have power behind them. They actually have like fruit that you can put forth besides it just being empty because you're empty but you're trying, because you're trying to give everybody everything, okay? Uh, number four, your care for an, another person does not obligate you to be with that person. Sometimes people have the idea of like, I love this person so much. I just want to be with them. And I'm like, it's okay. You can love that person as much as you want, but it doesn't require you to be in a relationship with them. That doesn't require you to be in an abuse with them, like have them end up abusing you. That doesn't require, it doesn't obligate you, doesn't obligate you to be, you know, to be theirs. So you need to understand, like just because you care for another person doesn't mean that you're responsible or that you have to, all these different things, okay? Hopefully that makes sense. Not trying to fight for the narcissist to make you feel sorry for them. If you've seen anything in my channel, you know that that's not how I roll. Uh, I just say it how it is. I want you to understand right here, right now, you're not crazy, you're not alone, and you're not hopeless. If you're struggling with this kind of stuff and you're struggling with the thoughts and the rumination and the trauma bond, please reach out for help. We'd love to be able to interact with you. We'd love to be able to help you. Go to rawmotivations.com. Click on the one-on-ones. We'd love to be able to talk to you and help you move forward in your healing, change, growth, and development.